Hello, Hipsy, and welcome back to another Seeds to Serve podcast. I'm Cheat Catherine. And I'm Cheat Meanne. And this gospel is Jesus is the Good Shepherd. So it starts off by Jesus saying, I am the Good Shepherd. A good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. A hired man, who is not a shepherd and whose sheep are not his own, sees a wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away, and the wolf catches and scatters them. This is because he works for pay and has no concern for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know mine, and mine know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I will lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. These also I must lead, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock, one shepherd. This is why the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own. I have power to lay it down, and power to take it up again. This command I have received from my Father. So we did not summarize this gospel because we thought, like, how can you possibly summarize Jesus's spoken words? So that is the entire gospel for you all. This comes in the Easter season, which is why, you know, now we know why Jesus says, I lay down my life and I take it up again because he died on the cross and he also resurrected. So if, you know, that gospel was a little long, The quotes that you should pay attention to are, I am the good shepherd and I know mine and mine know me. So mine, my sheep, and my sheep know me. So that is pretty much saying that Jesus fully knows his sheep and he completely and fully loves them because being the shepherd, he spends time with them and even though, you know, sheep kind of look the same, <laughs> he, he, some, he somehow just knows which ones are his. And then the second quote is, a good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. So that part where Jesus is saying that a good shepherd lays down his life versus some stranger or hired man who's doing this for pay, if a wolf came, then that man would be dipping out and let those sheep get eaten pretty much. But a shepherd would stay because the shepherd loves his sheep unconditionally. And then the third quote, bear with us here, (laughs) is, I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. These also I must lead and they will hear my voice and there will be one flock, one shepherd. So, of course, in this world, not everyone is a Catholic or a Christian, and not just religiously, but all of us are different. We're all, you know, made in God's image, unique, what have you, but Jesus loves us all. And even though there might be other beliefs, Jean just said that all hearts long for God, like whether we know it or not. In, in that same way, Jesus loves us all, and we are all loved, whether we know it or not. So, 
in your books, they compared this to like a good shepherd being your parents. And your parents, since they live with you and they gave birth to you, then they fully know you and fully love you unconditionally. And like the good shepherd, they are willing to protect you as their sheep, no matter the cost. Like some, I I think all parents would die for their kid because they just love you that much. And like, you know, like how you hear the worst pain in life is burying your kid. I think that's pretty true for most parents. And like they would do anything for you. Um, and that like like that ranges from just cooking meals for you to literally maybe giving up their life for you. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that parents in a way, they always will protect you and give you unconditional love no matter what. But sometimes it's hard for us to understand or for really to for us to really see that what they're showing is unconditional love just because parents aren't like the perfect people just how a good shepherd isn't the perfect shepherd even though jesus says that he will like lead others who don't belong to his flock and recognize every single one of his sheep he's still not an absolutely perfect person just like how our parents aren't absolutely perfect and i think sometimes it's hard for us to really understand when they show us their love so sometimes Like, it's joked about in Asian culture, right? That, like, parents never tell you, I love you. They kind of just, like, ask if you ate yet or, like, they kind (laughs) of just bring your fruit when you're doing homework or something. (laughs) So sometimes, like, they don't show their love for you in, like, a traditional, like, Western way. But they show it through other ways. And I think it's hard for us to understand, especially, like, if you think about it psychologically, teenagers, like, we're going through like a phase right we're going through a puberty phase you're kind of just like really rebellious you don't want to understand your parents you think that like no one can understand you your life is your own journey like your hardships are your own to bear but I think it's during those times and afterwards when you reflect back on those times when you kind of recognize like oh like my parents did a lot for me and I really kind of took advantage of that and I want to repay them in every single way that I can so I think that I agree I think parents are definitely a mirror of the good shepherd that Jesus is describing in the gospel and just like how our parents raise us they also want to raise us to be good people good shepherds and good leaders so in relation to being a good shepherd we should also be good leaders and a good leader is kind of like a good shepherd in a sense so when we're leading a team we lead people who might be our friends so we might love them we might like them we love working with them they are responsible they help us in every single thing that we do But sometimes our team isn't made up of people that we all love. So then sometimes our team can be people that we dislike working with, people that we just don't like in general, people with a bad attitude. But regardless, we're still all working as a team. So being a good leader or being the good shepherd of the team, you kind of have to recognize everyone is different and accept 
our differences, but still making our differences work together to finish the goal. Just like how a flock of sheep can get lost if just one sheep is just wandering behind or one sheep is totally going off the trail that can make the whole flock get lost. So if we're working with people who are wandering off of the team, people who are being ostracized just because they might be disliked, it's up to the good shepherd to really lead back and pull back the flock together, pull the team back together and get us all to that goal and destination. I think this like really connects with that part where we were saying how there's other people outside of this fold, but we're all like one flock at the end of the day. And I think that kind of relates to this like other shepherd sheep example of how like, let's say you are quote unquote the shepherd or the leader and you have this flock slash your group members or people you're working with. And you as the leader, you want to take control of everything and it's your way or the highway, and you just think that your ideas are the best ideas. But then you've got this whole, you know, other group of people that might have different ideas from you. And I, I mean, I don't really know if this is how sheep work, but maybe, maybe they'll be straying. Maybe the whole flock will just stray from the shepherd. Who knows? But pretty much sometimes maybe the shepherd needs to listen to the flock and maybe the flock has other like desires or instincts that you don't know about. But if you just like let go a little bit and become a little more open minded, like by listening to them, then you are it's not necessarily you being defeated, like somehow you have lost but you can actually gain a lot more by listening to your group members and by understanding that you all have a common goal. Like the shepherd and the sheep are both, you know, out in the field. And what what is the goal of flocks and shepherds? Uh, like, <laughs> to go out and progress? <laughs> what? Protect? What, is, I, what I do think, they do? Yeah, I think what they go out do? to eat. And then they kind of walk and exercise and then they go back home. <laughs> okay. Well, what a life to be a sheep. Okay. So pretty much the sheep and the shepherd have the same common goal. Just stay together. So in a way, like as a team, then you all have a common goal. And sometimes to reach that common goal, it's a little different. Like some people want to do it this way or some people want to do it another way. And that can kind of cause conflict or, you know, arguments. Arguments don't necessarily have to be bad, but, you know, it brings up some debates. But if you all know that these ideas are coming from the same rooted goal, then it will help you all, like, work together and, I don't know, um, what is it? Have a more collaborative team environment. I think that's <laughs> the word. Okay. All right. You know, it was short and sweet. We all know good shepherds and sheeps. So I think to just remember and like we often say that Jesus is like our friend, but I think this image of Jesus as the good shepherd has always been really beautiful because even though we don't really know what shepherds really are nowadays, I think that deep connection that shepherds have to their sheep can really be apparent in 
in the relationships in our own life today. So the discussion question that we have for this week is, you know, even though I think a, a really good theme for this week would be unconditional love, your booklet says the theme for this week is generosity. So the question for this week is, how do you show generosity to the people in your life? So think about that and come with your thoughts on it. And we'll see you next week. Wait, we'll see you on Saturday. <laughs> Bye. It's not good news. It's the best news ever.